This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. WS certifications and in-demand jobs. The Salvation Army's thrift store on North Water is closed while the store gets a facelift. The Salvation Army says they expect the store to open in 45 days or sooner, adding that the store will be re-merchandised with a fresh look and service. The reset will also include new signage on the building. The thrift store is still receiving donations weekdays from 10 to 2 so it can have fresh inventory for the relaunch. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit our website anytime. NowDecatur.com. They are simple questions. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, without a simple answer. Mr. President, some House Republicans are calling the border deal a non-starter. Can you get it done? Mr. President, are you we'll doing enough to try? President Biden saying we're trying on his way into the national prayer breakfast with congressional leaders this morning. Some Republicans in the Senate are trying to work out a compromise on border security to stop record illegal immigration. GOP Congressman Jim Jordan tells Fox. I think we have to put on the appropriation bills, the bills that fund the government. We have to put a simple sentence. Time out on all this. No money can be used to process or release into the country any new migrants. There was a bill in the House that passed with Republican and Democrat support, a $79 billion tax cut plan for businesses and parents who could get a bigger child tax credit. Later today, President Biden will campaign in Michigan as a new Quinnipiac poll gives him a six-point lead over former President Trump in a potential 2024 rematch. It also shows Trump Republican challenger Nikki Haley would beat Biden by five points. The U.S. has hit the Iran-backed Houthi militants again. Central Command tells us U.S. forces struck up to 10 drones the Houthis were preparing to launch in Yemen. And the USS Kearney shot down three Iran-made drones and an anti-ship ballistic missile in the Gulf of Aden. The group says its campaign against commercial vessels in the Red Sea and surrounding waters is a response to Israel's war on Hamas. The Houthis say they see all British and American ships as targets. Fox's Jonathan Savage were still waiting for the retaliation the president says he's decided on to hit the Iran-backed militants who attacked a U.S. base in Jordan, killing three American soldiers. Three people are dead in Boise, Idaho, and nine more injured, some critically. Investigators are still trying to determine what caused a privately owned hangar near the Boise, Idaho airport to collapse on Wednesday night. The hangar was under construction and is located on the Boise airport property. Fox's Tanya J. Powers, America's listening to Fox News. Hey, to social engineering and leftist corporations, do they make you feel like we're kind of living in the twilight zone? Well, you're not alone. Now, our friends at Pure Talk, my wireless company, they know the silent majority is fed up. And I'm calling on all of those Americans, stand with a company that champions your values. The average family is saving almost $1,000 a year. Dial pound 250, say the keyword, save now. Do it now. You'll save an additional 50% off your first month from our friends at Pure Talk. If you have a bank account, pay attention. Your savings could be at risk. The U.S. banking system is once again under extreme stress. This jeopardizes you and your family. But there is an easy way to protect yourself. Gold. Contact Noble Gold Investments today and safeguard your family's financial future. As a thank you for opening a qualified account, they'll give you a free quarter-ounce gold standard coin. Visit NobleGoldInvestments.com. NobleGoldInvestments.com. Gold. Safety. For uncertain times. While Republicans make border security a big 2024 campaign issue, Democrats plan to focus a lot, again, on abortion. Trying to put a woman's right to choose on ballots, like in 2022, after the Supreme Court ruling allowed states to ban abortions. A group hoping to amend Florida's state constitution to stop lawmakers from limiting abortions to the first six weeks of pregnancy are aiming to get the issue on the November ballot. Today's the deadline set by Florida's elections division to gather enough petition signatures. Almost 900,000 are needed. And as of Wednesday, nearly a million Florida voters signed it. The amendment would allow for abortions to be performed up until the point of fetal viability as determined by a health care provider. In Broward County, Florida, Eben Brown, Fox News. For yet another morning, kids got to sleep in in a town outside Boston. No school. Public school classes have now been canceled for two full weeks in Newton, Massachusetts, one of the largest cities in the state where it's illegal for teachers to strike. Emotions running high on both sides. <laughs> 
parents scrambling for child care to educators whose union now faces more than half a million in fines. The two sides roughly $15 million apart. The union says it's seeking living wages, more paid family leave, and social workers in every elementary and middle school. The mayor insisting she can't allocate money that doesn't exist. Lillian Wu, Fox News. There was a slight increase in first-time jobless claims last week, up to 224,000. Tomorrow, we'll get the monthly report on hiring, how many jobs were created, and January's new unemployment rate. On Wall Street, stock futures are rising the day after the Dow and the Nasdaq plunged after the Federal Reserve kept interest rates unchanged, signaling it maybe months before there is a rate cut. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Illini fans, this year we celebrate the 100th anniversary of Memorial Stadium for the 2024 Fighting Illini football season. Season tickets for the 2024 football season are on sale now. And Illini fans who renew their season tickets by February 1st are eligible to win amazing prizes, memorabilia, and experiences. Secure your season tickets for homecoming, Dad's Day, and a special rededication of Memorial Stadium on October 19th against Michigan. Visit FightingIllini.com for more information. When you have car trouble and need a tow, trust Shaner's Towing. Shaner's of Decatur is your best choice for business towing solutions in central Illinois. Roadside assistance, farming, towing and recovery, auto repairs and tires and more. If you're looking for a fast and reliable partner for all auto and heavy duty needs, just visit Shaner'sTowing.com. Trust Shaner's and save their number, 875-2200. That's 875-2200. When accidents happen, when you need a repair, trust Shaner's Towing. Here's Nick. Got contrails. Yeah, it's probably it. had them for days, just couldn't see them. Yeah, now we can because it's going to be mostly sunny today, a high of 56. Tonight, partly cloudy, low of 35. For Friday, mostly sunny with a high near 48. And Saturday, sunny with a high of 50. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is already 38 degrees. Your WSOI time is 8.06. This look at your weather brought to you by Shaner's Towing. Fast, reliable, 24-hour towing in the Decatur area. Call Shaner, 217-875-2200. Good morning and welcome to the Thursday edition of Buyers and Company. Nick and I have a lot to cram into this hour. Lewis Hamilton going to Ferrari. What's up with that? And a breakout of those drive to survive numbers globally. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Welcome to February. All you got to do is get to the 23rd and the new season of Drive to Survive is out. Uh, pretty amazing. Ready to go. That means racing's right around the corner. I'm ecstatic. I read the most interesting thing, and, and it's, it, forget the topic, meaning like Formula One. It, it's the consumption model and what it means. And evidently, F1, in addition to sort of what Netflix does and the documentary series and, and their streaming numbers, F1 does their own data research alongside, you know, that they pay for, they spend to get around the entire world. Sure. So when you look at, oh, well, this number or the, this series drove this fan base, what does the USA look like, you know? Uh, and it was fascinating to me as I was reading this, and, and the interview wasn't about this, but it kind of went into this, and this is a guy who's on this side of the F1, you know, part of the, the company. And if you look at the global consumption and you average it out, China is way above average, and America is below average. I would have assumed that about America. I, oh, I, I mean, I wouldn't have been. I, I don't know what I feel about China. I, usually, they have the bulk. <laughs> it usually works out that way, so it makes sense. But I hadn't thought of it. But the United States, we're not there yet. And the article was about the rugby show because this guy's a huge rugby fan, grew up a Scotland fan from get go, and you know what it could mean for rugby and what they've learned from Drive to Survive. 
And there are, and then it also, you know, literally, that plays into what drivers you have. Yeah, it absolutely can. Yeah, and, and where you need market, where there's opportunity, where you can uh, drive sponsorship numbers, uh, where it's less competitive, meaning other teams, other organizations aren't already there gobbling up all of the, you know, the big dollars that would be interested. So, yeah, the the global footprint matters where to put a race. And, and to- so th- then if you're a team, like you said, Sauber, uh, mm-hmm. you, you know, which is the new Alfa Romeo, and then it's going to be Audi after next That's year. That's right. Um, you, you know, Zhou Guan Yu has value to you. You're a car that's not going to compete to win. No. Right? I mean, no. not under this iteration nope. and not anytime soon. Nope. Right? With no illusions of that. Of, the, of that, right? This yeah. is where the Haas stuff doesn't make any sense. So you're, you know you're here, right? And the idea is, well, man, there's a lot of sponsorship to be had if, if this audience in China is this big. Right. I think you can make the same argument for Sergio Perez in Mexico, but they want to win because they're at a whole different level. So and he's the, good enough to do both. He, he is, <laughs> but but they want even more. That's right. So the the expectations of Ferrari or Red Bull or Mercedes so different than down the chart, where all of that, where Yuki Tsunoda and the junior Red Bull team, or I'm sorry, the Visa Cash app. Yeah, please get please get that right. RB, <laughs> RB, uh, thank you. Has talent. You don't know that he's capable of winning, but he brings you all of Japan. Right. It's very unique in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're a hundred percent right, and and sometimes it's a it's about the the driver's skill. I mean, they certainly all have to be some of the best drivers in the world. That's they, not they what have to be able to be on the track. Yeah, I mean, we're and talking. They got occasionally got to qualify and and get some points. Yeah. And, and, um, but a lot of times it comes down to who can bring me money, uh, whether it means direct in the case of Lance Stroll and his father or, or Marzipan or whatever. Mexico's richest man and Sergio Perez. Oh, slim. Yep. And then you've, then you've got on the, on the flip side, money as in like sponsorship dollars or, uh, you know, maybe Logan Sargent being, uh, we want to crack this American market. And so there are a lot of different reasons where this sport overlays with marketing and globalization. Now, here's what he had to say. And, and this guy's name is, is John Reed, by the way. He, he's, they, they were tell, the, the story was about the context of him being a rugby fan and, and can the Six Nations, and can it do the same thing for other sports? He said, as a rugby fan, mm-hmm. he thought the series had way too many violent hits, uh, uh, that they spotlighted that in a day and age where that is like boxing or other places, not exactly what they want to be selling. I agree with that. I agree with that. I think in terms of uh, attractiveness, you almost have to lie about rugby. You almost have to. Yeah, but I, see, I don't want that. I don't no, lie. I no, mean, I but want... I'm saying like because once somebody tunes in, they are yeah. going to see the bone-jarring hits. All right. So here's what the data tells them about Drive to Survive. And he says – we didn't have three races in America, and we weren't selling out everywhere we went in the globe. Now we are. But their independent data shows that 90% of those who watch the program are now more interested in F1. 85% say they would consider watching a race on TV. 82% say they would consider attending one. And 78% say they would consider trying motorsport in some form. Those are gigantic numbers. Okay, so percentages. the first number that you gave was uh, 90%, right? Yep. And then people that were willing to buy a ticket was as 82? Yeah. So 8 per, 8% hemorrhage of, I like it, but not enough to do anything about it. Only right. 8%. Only 8%. People. Now, th- they do this survey in 22 different countries around the world. More than 40% of Drive to Survive audience are women. And it's the same with viewers in the 16 to 29 year age bracket. So think about that for a minute. And for those of you who don't do this, uh, you, you know, motorsports, you, you know, is is a male driven in general NASCAR, whatever you want to say, mostly mm-hmm. has been historically. Yes. And not a lot of 16 year olds. That's right. So 16 to 29, 40 percent women. That's incredible. That says. That is probably eyebrows up going, we need to lean into this. Yes. Because 40 can be 80. Uh, it's most watched in India and China. Now, if you look at just population numbers. That's, yeah. 
They are above the average while the U.S. is actually below the average of the 22 countries where they do all this independent data. That's interesting. It's very interesting. And, and you know, what's, what's a very, very, very interesting overlaying on that is the, the sponsorship dollars from American companies. But then here's the thing that I don't understand, right? Because you've got Ford already in line to be in with Red Bull. You have others that are coming. And then yesterday it was announced they turned down Michael Andretti's proposal to add an F1, an American F1. Until at least 2028. Yeah, but that's still, you, you know, uh, people's attention's fleeting. I, you know, just because Drive to Survive, I mean, this is season six, right? That's a long time for sure something is. like this. Yep. And there will be a peak. Uh, what would be more long-term beneficial for F1, would it be to have an American team based in Indianapolis, Indiana, you know, the home of the uh, of the most famous race in the world and, and Americans having it just like China, just like Japan have somebody. I know Logan Sargent's there, but he's not, it's not an American team. And he's not team. on a winning team. Either. No. Yeah. And hasn't been a winning team for a long mm-hmm. time. And he may not be there after next year. Right. What I would guess is that they pro- might put the, the screws on one of these bad teams and pop them and and give them the fast track. I, get I don't think when you're in that you can. I, I mean, I don't know. Clearly, at the end of the day, they all want the exposure. They all want the growth. They all want the sponsorship dollars, but they do not want to divide up the pie. <laughs> right? It's short-sighted. This is corporate. I know it is. But the organization. You have the, the- potential. And China and India alone to blow this thing to an unbelievable level. And those 10 ownership groups can't see past the forest and the trees. Super dumb. And you, and that's why you see the organization trying to get into New York, trying to get into Chicago, trying to get into some of the bigger populist-driven cities and, and markets that haven't existed. I, I just would like everybody to keep this in mind because this is the story of – business world, uh, you know, the way it exists today, take out F1, insert anything. Always. Always right? this way. You, you have a path to unbelievable growth. The drivers don't want more races. The owners don't want any other owners. They get tired of the cameras. We're doing too much publicity. Oh, have you, by the way, paid attention? You know, there's a reason why Max Verstappen made $65 million last year. Right. It's all the attention. Right. It's the attention. Well, and he won 19 races. Right. But if nobody was watching, he'd be making $14 million with a bunch of trophies. Right. I mean, that's the difference. He'd still have the same amount of gold. Now he can just have a vault full, too. Exactly. But there's lessons to be learned. I don't care if you're running the mom-and-pop shoe shop or F1. That's right. If you have a path to growth, embrace it. Yeah. Man, it's crazy. Shutting the door on somebody that's like, hey, we're all in. In a market that you know you need into. I, I thought that they would get in somehow. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, four years is a long time. You, mm-hmm. you know, you think Drive to Survive is going to be around four years from now, you know, being compelling. You, you know, it, how compelling is it if it's the same people and the same teams? Now, the Lewis thing will shake everything up, but you got to wait till next year for that. Right. See, for me, I feel like they're on the... Instead of the rocket ship up now, they're in the stair step up where I think they're going to start plateauing. Well, but and, there's only the rocket ship only lasts for so long. Right. But I think the rocket is done and now it's incremental. Let's level off. We're going back up because you're going to need new characters, new refreshing, new right. races. And, new and what brings that? Michael Andretti? Yeah. Cause you're not going to get an emergency. And Cadillac. Yeah. Or somebody that is, this isn't very likely somebody to come in and just straight up give Max a run for his money 50 50. You know, the Maguire Sosa chase, who's on? That's not going to happen. No, but but Max retiring could happen. Yeah, and then somebody fills that void. Well, then there's a fight to fill that void. That's and that, right. that gets you back to the entertainment. All right. Lessons to be learned for sure. All right. What else is. Oh, um, Lionel Messi's first contract written on a napkin for his first year with Barcelona is up for auction. Oh, that's cool. I have seen with my own eyes the napkin that the Falcons was purchased on. Isn't that crazy to think I love about that, that stuff? I love it, and I know you have a special napkin. I do too. have one, 
And, you know, th- those types of things um, are, are great where some of the world's best, biggest moments or things that happen can just be hammered out at a table. And, and that's the exact opposite uh-huh. of what we were just talking that's about. That's exactly right. This is when corporate world gets in the way of corporate world rather yeah. than people at a human level agreeing that they share values and want to move forward in a way that's mutually beneficial and fair. Right. And Messi's deal worth hundreds of millions of dollars. The sports team being sold for hundreds of millions of dollars can just get hammered out Two people sitting across from the table saying, here's basically what's going to happen. We can sort out all the paragraphs and stuff later, but here it is right here. On a napkin. Yeah. How much do they think it's going to go for? You know, that's a good question uh, because it's hard for us in America to understand yeah. the global popularity. I, I mean, you know, he is from this place, but anything related to, uh, you know, Hispanic people around mm-hmm. the world, he is the guy. So you're not just talking about a home base. No, he's representative of a. And that's what you saw with the the. Uh, the Apple documentary yes, show is he him. would go to Texas or mm-hmm. he would go wherever the entire Hispanic community, whether they were from it make any difference where they were from or family was from. He was their guy. I saw that with my own eyes. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's representative of his own local culture, but he also a shared culture of Hispanic, you know, us anywhere in Latin America. Yeah. It, it, and global that just Hispanic speaking. I mean, it's unbelievable. 381 K is the starting mm. bid. Okay. Man, that's a neat that's a neat thing to have. I, I can't imagine ever spending anything like that, but that that's a really cool thing and what it means and and potentially if if everything goes as Major League Soccer thinks and that, that Lionel Messi believes in, that could be the linchpin. The Isn't very, there supposed to be some big showdown with him and Ronaldo coming up? Yeah. In like Saudi Arabia? Right. Um it could be the thing that takes soccer to another level, especially in the United States. It's a, it's a pretty- I, I, yeah, listen, I, I used to poo-poo that because I've been told that for 30 it's years. Here. It's you, undeniable you know, now. I, I, I know, but I'm just saying that was what Pele was going to do. That's what, you know, all of this. And, it, and it, here's the thing. It translated into 700 kids in a park on a Saturday, mm-hmm. but it didn't translate into... 70,000 in a stadium. Right. And and is that only messy? I mean, you you know, does you take him out of the equation? Does that happen? And then how do you build beyond him? Because he's not young. Before he signed his MLS deal, there were two or three teams that were averaging well over thirty thousand fans per per game, okay. which puts them on par with basketball, football, baseball, yep. and soccer, or not soccer, uh, hockey. Yep. So I mean, they're they're right there. And then he takes them. But to that's where three. You said three teams that were consistently doing it. Right. How many NBA teams are there? Thirty. Yeah. So I mean, how do they? My question is, and I'm not even arguing that it's growing and pop. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm saying if you, there are some people that are so big that once you take them out of the equation, it falls down. Right. So now you put those thirties. We're going up to fifties and sixties, and so you're. Fives and tens are at 35. You're to your point, but now you hope he has the sticky factor of your fives and tens are now 20s and 22s. Yeah, and for it to be sticky, you got to go beyond one guy. That's, I mean, right. that's why Pele wasn't able to do it in the but 70s. You caught and the 80s. bug, and I did too. It's like you get there and you go, man, this is way more fun than I ever gave it a chance to be. Yeah, yeah. I'm sticking totally around. Totally agree. A bit. Totally agree. And but, he's and, just that. But, but, mechanism. but it was, and also David Beckham. I, mm-hmm. I mean, because he's in the mix. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and what he did coming to America was, you know, as not as big now. Maybe it was as big then. Yeah, and and then now he's in Miami, and he brought. Him, I mean, it's like and he brought he's all that right there. Beckham cool. Yeah, he's right there in the center of it. Well, anyway, I thought I'd give you a heads up in case you got four hundred grand laying around. You'd like to buy that napkin. Yeah, just make sure you don't use it. Put it in some acrylic or something. And. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a, that's good advice. Uh, all right, here's the thing. A couple of things about the Super Bowl coming up uh, on the other side of the break. Okay. Uh, the Pat Mahomes dad bod is now viral. Oh, his? I thought about this during quarterback last year when I was watching this thing. And then there's the viral video of him in the locker room after the game that has just blown up. And, and yes. And between him and the other Kelsey brother, you know. Jason, yeah. Yes. Like, we're used to seeing, you know, 
athletes, like now, offensive and defensive linemen have always looked like Jason Kelsey. Some of them. Yeah, most of them. Aaron Donald. Not, yeah, but that's the outlier. <laughs> that's a terminator. All they are is just big guys that are hard to move out of the that's way. That's right. Quarterbacks. And, and I don't think Patrick Mahomes leaned into it in a very funny way, too, because mm-hmm. that's just who he is. Yep. I mean, I think Tom Brady was this way. Oh, you his know, draft Peyton picture. Manning was this mm-hmm. way. I mean, I don't think they've ever been only a few of Adonis-like. Them. Only a few. There yeah. have been some, but a lot of them are a little soft physically in, in the locker room compared to the... The guys that are just chiseled. <laughs> anyway, we have that. And That's then funny. Usher. Yeah. Did you see the merch deal he did with the NFL? No. This whole thing has been, in my entire lifetime, what's in it for me? Are we paying people? They're in the uh-huh. Super Bowl exposure. Well, Usher, being Usher, says, uh, all right, we're going to lean into this and make some money. Want some. All right. We'll tell you all about mm-hmm. it on the other side of the break. Here's Nick with your three-day forecast. Stay tuned, folks. It's a beautiful day out there. Yeah, it's already a a great-looking day. It's going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 56. Tonight, partly cloudy and a low above freezing at 35. For Friday, mostly sunny, high near 48. And Saturday, sunny with a high near 50. The current temperature in downtown Decatur is 39 degrees. Your WSOY time is 825. Hi, this is Stacy Young, Commissioner of Decatur Park Board, and I look forward to sharing my story with you at That's What She Said, Macon County. Since 2013, That's What She Said has served as a platform for everyday women to share their extraordinary stories. And now, the Community Foundation of Macon County is proud to announce That's What She Said is launching in our community, presented by Hickory Point Bank and Trust at the Lincoln Square Theater, Saturday, April 6th. Join us for this live, one-night-only performance featuring 10 women from our community sharing personal stories of life's triumphs and trials. These relatable stories of everyday women will make you laugh out loud, some will make you ugly cry, and everything in between. So get your tickets now and make a night of it. You will leave feeling uplifted, inspired, and proud of the women in your life. That's what she said Macon County will premiere Saturday, April 6th at 6 p.m. at the Lincoln Square Theater. See who will be joining me on stage and get your tickets now by visiting LincolnSquareTheater.com. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. It's always interesting to uh, see athletes up close, right? One of the most impressive things about the Six Nations show is how big some of these guys are. Yeah. And fast. Right. And the guy that you think's the broken down dude that's been there forever is 31 years old. And then you see greats like Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. And if you've seen them, they're not, I mean, they don't look, I mean, they're not not athletic. Right. But when you look at them and their surroundings, you go, how do you, now, Brady, very different than Mahomes. I mean, Mahomes is a way more physical player, runner. You, you know, mm-hmm. Tom Brady always looked like a deer when he, like a newborn deer. Yeah. When he would take off out of the pocket, mm-hmm. if ever. Uh, and you go, well, wait a minute. They don't necessarily look like professional athletes. <laughs> so the video in the locker room of shirtless Patrick Mahomes and his dad, Bob. <laughs> blew up uh this week and he leaned into it and had fun with it which is what the thing about him that's so likable is he just you can't ruffle his feathers no he 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 knows he has a silly voice he makes fun of it but he, he leans into he it he does he just has a good time and he cashes checks on it but you'd be surprised at how big some people are and look like granite and then you'd be surprised at how some big athletes don't look like athletes at all yeah especially the ones that are hidden by uniforms and helmets Mm -hmm. it's the same way with nascar drivers when they all get out or nascar or f1 when they all get out there in the suits and the helmet they look like spacemen Mm -hmm. and then when you see him like like oh my god he's tiny yeah oh yeah that's being around a lot of athletes, uh, very up close. Sometimes you just are astounded at how much larger they are than the other athletes. And sometimes you're like, you just look like a regular guy. Yeah. What are you doing? How are you here? But I think in Kickers a way, especially, I think that's what makes in some small way, Patrick Mahomes so relatable. Yes. yes. Is that he's got a little bit of a gut. 
Mm-hmm. And he's not chiseled. He's a silly dude. And he's silly. He's yeah. fun. Uh, that was made the whole uh, helmet with the kicker thing kind of weird. That they were like getting into an argument Just before the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny too because Mahomes was like, he's probably the best kicker of all time, but he knows what he was doing. Yeah. He's done it twice before. <laughs> all right. We'll tell you how you can get the uh, Usher uh, NFL merchandise uh, on the other side of the break. Uh, quick uh, recap from the challenge last night and a preview of what's to come because there's a lot of great stuff right on the horizon entertainment-wise. And I am super stoked. And a preview of tomorrow's show. Remember, if you missed any of our show today, uh, we had some great guests. All of the interviews are up at naticator.com, driven by the Bob Brady Auto Group. We'll be back with more right after this. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. Tax season is underway. State controller Susanna Mendoza is warning residents to watch out for scammers. Some common scams are disguised to look like official communication from the IRS in an attempt to steal personal information from taxpayers. Mendoza warns of ghost tax return preparers who don't sign the tax return. If they don't sign, preparers can overpromise the size of a refund, charge you, or deposit funds into their own bank account. Newhoff Media is hosting the Newhoff Media Kids Fest presented by State Farm agents Mel and Al Schelling on March 23rd from 9 to 2 at the Decatur Civic Center. Families can enjoy bounce houses, an obstacle course, face painting, pizza making, touch a truck, and much more all under one roof. There will also be a ladies' shopping corner for moms. Admission is $5 for adults and $3 for kids under 12. More on Kids Fest and more stories, podcasts, and videos at NowDecatur.com. News. I'm Chris Foster. A new poll finds President Biden ahead of Donald Trump, Nikki Haley ahead of President Biden, and Donald Trump ahead of her. Quinnipiac has Biden up on Trump six points, 50 to 44. This poll does have Haley doing better against Biden than Trump. She has got him, according to Quinnipiac, by five, 47 to 42 nationally. But this is a matchup that's unlikely to happen based on current polling that puts Trump way ahead of her in primary states that she needs at the moment. Fox's Peter Ducey. The European Union agrees to more aid for Ukraine for the war against Russia. Hungary had threatened to veto Europe's plan. Its Prime Minister Viktor Orban is close to Russian President Vladimir Putin. But after just an hour of talks, they emerged with what they call steadfast long-term predictable funding for Ukraine. Fox's Jonathan Savage stocks got the day mostly higher on Wall Street. America's listening to Fox News. Hi, I'm Peggy Myers from Hickory Point Bank. We understand the importance of local ownership, stability, longevity, experience, the qualities that assure our customers that we're here not only for their benefit, but for the strength of the community we serve. One thing you could always count on, we'll always be committed to serving our friends and neighbors right here in Decatur. Hickory Point Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast today. Mostly sunny, high of 56. Tonight, partly cloudy, low of 35. For Friday, mostly sunny, high near 48. And Saturday, sunny with a high of 50. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 39 degrees. Your WSOY time is 832. Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. I don't recall this happening in past Super Bowls, and maybe I just missed it, but uh, the question of the debate has always been for the halftime performance. Do they get paid? Uh, no, traditionally they have not gotten paid, but the trade-off for the world global exposure is incredibly valuable. Usher's dropping an album that day. Okay, so, that's smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're also dropping merch. Yep. And not only merch, they've they've partnered with a lot of companies. Yeah, these are their normal partners that they use. The Mitchell and Ness, they do the hats. Uh, Wilson does the footballs. And then... Um, Rydell does the yeah, helmets. And yeah. New Era uh, yeah. does what? New Era also is... Uh, New Era is the hat maker. Mitchell and Ness is a very select, like, high-end portion subset of that. Okay. Yep. 
So here's the, here's what it is. The jer- Mitchell and Ness is doing the jerseys, the hoodies, nice. the jackets, and the t-shirts. Okay. New Era is doing the headgear. Okay. Uh, Rydell is doing uh, limited helmets, and Wilson is doing a limited edition football. So you got not only clothing, but you got sort of collectible stuff as yeah. well. And it all has the the signature Usher U logo mm-hmm. in purple and pink colorway that was chosen by the NFL for this year's Super Bowl. Uh, and you can go to NFLshop.com slash Usher to find the whole collection. Yeah, I saw a preview of it on People.com because the NFL didn't have the, the preview up, but it looks good. Really nice looking stuff. The Mitchell and Ness like shirts and jackets look like throwback kind of, uh, like you would see maybe in the nineties. And then the hat is a, a real clean black with the, with the purple and pink that you mentioned on the side. Really nice looking stuff. So. Why did it take so long for them to figure something like this out? And wouldn't this be way more inviting to land the biggest possible stars to do this? Yeah, I think that uh, I don't know why it took so long or if we've missed stuff. But this I is don't the first, think so. I don't think so either. And uh, Usher, he's been very smart with his business um, throughout the years and, and how he handles his career. So I'm not surprised that he's got an album in the can ready to roll that day when the eyes are going to be on him in a way they've never been before. And then uh, partnering and getting his logo and brand right next to the biggest <laughs> television program of the year. I mean, he's positioned great. He's got guests coming, he said. Yeah. I, I can't wait. It's going to be an Atlanta, Atlanta halftime, I'm pretty sure. This is just so damn smart. Yeah. I mean, it really, really is. And it shows you just how savvy entertainers have become today. You know, when you uproot the old system, which is we've got a bunch of record companies that can make a whole lot of money, give you bad contracts, you know, take your, uh, your, your song books and your, your rights. Uh, and we, we control everything. That's right. And here it's just Usher, Usher Raymond, a guy. This is exactly the conversation we had about the media in the 6 o'clock hour. And then you don't adapt to the technology. You don't realize that they can become stars all by themselves. They don't need you. No. Right? Right. And then the artists, too, they they had to figure it out. Oh, what do you mean people don't buy albums? Uh, You you know, now I got to get to her a lot more. So it's – but these kinds of artists that can feel like – that they've got to be, you know, multiple layers to something like this. Oh, you want me to do the Super Bowl? Yes, I will do the Super Bowl, but here's what I'd like to do in addition to that. Yeah, because I'm my own enterprise, too. Yeah. And it needs to align with the things I'm trying to do. And we can. And yeah. make it work that you get the pub, I get the pub, I get some money, and we do a 100 million person show. I would say it is, a, you know, some people might not like the genre or, or even be a fan of his or whatever, but the pairing is perfect in that... He is a showy performer, meaning there will be dance, there will be music that you know. Um, it, it will be high energy, it'll be good. And then he also will do his job of being like, being part of the, the merchandise, being out there invisible. You want to see him in commercials. He's going to do his part or has been doing his part to really help sell the event and make it bigger. Yeah. And then on the flip side, the NFL, you know, is the perfect platform to him to do that. I saw a preview of the Lionel Messi, Ted Lasso, Dan Marino commercial that's going to air in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I heard about it. I didn't see it. I'm trying not to watch it. I know. I can't help it. Yeah. Uh, that way I don't have to be so like worked up about every commercial break during yeah. the game itself. That's the last thing standing, right? What's that? The commercial? The break? old model. Yeah. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because we were, we talked in the last week about the direct T, not direct TV. I'm sorry, Netflix deal with the WWE. And that's a three hour wrestling program every Monday. And in the part people were starting to say, what's that like? Do we have commercials? Do, can I pay to not have commercials? Are, are they going to advertise directly in? And so the old model is now being talked about again, but you're right. This is the only place where we want to tune into the commercials. And it's one of the only places that is a shared experience That's in right. that way, right? That's right. Yeah. Um, where we used to have a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And, and and I still think it's, you're right, models evolve and change into kind of the same model, just in a different way. And yeah. you're certainly seeing that with the ads. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of that's coming. I'm not here yet, but it's yeah. coming. And then the creative people are disappointed in that because they liked the idea of not having to give. You know, when you watch like a, a, a TV series or something that was done with the BBC sure. and they've got the breaks in there, mm-hmm. but there's no commercials. It just like fades in or fades out. Right. Yeah. And, and what 
attracted a lot of people to Netflix. I was just reading this uh, from some of the the big creatives. You know, was that we could do movie quality stuff here Long without form. having to well not but, but even in, in a in series shorter, yeah. but but it didn't have to be 30 minutes or 60 minutes talking didn't have points to do around commercial yep. breaks and all of that yep. and so you're right it's all kind of going back to that thing but the super bowl to me feels like that last we're all there at the same time mm-hmm. sharing it at the same time and looking forward to commercial breaks and and consuming the product in that way yep it's, I, I actually enjoy it. I love looking at it. I, it's, it makes it onto our bingo boards that we make, and um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I wonder how many times we're going to see Patrick Mahomes commercials because he's, he's, you know. Every commercial break. Why not? I mean, why not? It's, it's going to be fun. I'm excited about the game, the halftime show, and the commercials. It's a win-win-win for me so far. I think that that's right. I think most people feel that way. Mm-hmm. I, 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 there's no doubt I'm all in on Kansas City. I don't like the 49ers, and it's not even fair. Yeah, I mean, it's good, not, but, I, but they, there's nothing to like pull you to them. What is it about that team? I mean, it didn't, it wasn't always that way. I mean, they had Joe Montana and they had, you know, and I think people even liked them when Harbaugh was there. They did. And, and Steve Young was, was in there too. And then you had the, oh, call. of course. Yeah. Let's not forget for some people, certainly not your case, that Colin Kaepernick, when Harbaugh was there, he was the one taking them to the NFC championship game and, um, during that time. And so I think a lot of people don't like the colors. The, the logo is a little dated. They're way out there at, you know, in, in the West. So you don't get to watch them as much from central to east. And then, you know, Kaepernick and, and yeah, there is that, that West Coast thing probably is yeah, bigger, a bigger a reason factors. than you think. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like I, I, I've, you never watch a Dodgers game. Right. Have you ever talked to anybody about the Padres? No. Right. <laughs> they were, they were that, like when, when five Oz, of the biggest when, stars. When Ozzie Smith came to You're the like, Cardinals. Yeah. Who? Yeah. <laughs> you forgot Steve Garvey played for the Padres. Nobody's paying attention to that yeah. out there. No, they're not. All right. Let's do a uh, quick commercial break. Uh, some things that are coming up that I've jotted down here and an interesting thing. We talked, this isn't really about politics, but it's interesting. JFK Jr., you know, Biden's getting ready to spend like $250 million ad buy kind of thing. Wow. And, and everybody was like oohing and aahing about JFK Jr. has raised $50 million, like for an independent candidate. Half of that came from two people. Oh, I didn't know that. It's why sometimes people think people are more popular than they are. They go, look at all that money. It's got to have a lot of support. Yeah, $25 million came from two people. It makes it, the context is a little different now when we have this conversation. Sure. I mean, that's how they emphasize support to future donors, to people, is look at the hall. Look what we've brought in. And oftentimes when you get in there and look at the hall, it's not $5 from Aunt Grace. You can print it on one sheet. Yep. Got about 30 people really in. Some details about that on the other side of the break. Time now for the Marquee Coffee Break. Fresh roasting coffee locally indicated for over 40 years. Marquee Coffee, the official drink of choice for discerning coffee drinkers everywhere. The magic is in our beans. Join your friendly neighborhood real estate guru, Tom Brinkotter of Brinkotter Realtors, for Tuesdays with Tom on Naticator.com. Tom will bring you the latest scoop on our community and will sit down with special guests to shine a spotlight on our community's movers and shakers. With Tom's wit and charm, you're in for a fun and informative ride. Tune in for the kickoff of Tuesdays with Tom with Tom and Jennifer Don from Paw Print Ministries on February 6th. Subscribe to Tuesdays with Tom today at Naticator.com. Find your way home. Brinkotter.com. Budweiser presents Pizzazz this Saturday at Sliders Bar and Grill. Pizzazz is Central Illinois' favorite party dance band, and they're ready to see you for an early show at Sliders Bar and Grill. Don't miss a fun evening of dancing at Sliders starting at 4 p.m. Grab some dinner, get a butter Bud Light, drink and dance all night long. Pizzazz at Sliders Bar and Grill this Saturday, 4 p.m. Sliders Bar and Grill, located on Route 36 East Indicator. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Like the legend of the phoenix, all ends with beginnings. 
Back here on a Thursday. Hope you're having a great start to your day. Nice and sunny in downtown Decatur. Blue skies. Did you watch Tokyo Vice on uh, HBO Max? With Ansel. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. Season two drops February 8th. And I thought it was a great show. It's based on a true story uh, about a, a young uh, American journalist who goes to work in Japan and gets involved in the, the mafia there. Yakuza. Uh, yes. Uh, and it was really, really good. I thought it was well done. Mm-hmm. I love the way it was, the way it looked. Yeah. Uh, season two starts February 8th. We told you before, Drive to Survive drops February 23rd. I watched the first episode of the NASCAR show last night. Pretty good. Yeah. Does it feel because it's obviously different filmmakers. Does it feel like different filmmakers? Uh, it, it's not that. It's just what I find is I know more about NASCAR than I did F1 when it started. OK, but I don't know any of these people. OK, because there's I mean, I, I, I knew Jeff Gordon. I knew you, you, you Dale know, Jr. that era. Uh, not Denny Ham. I mean, you know, there's some people still hanging around from that. But he owns two teams. Yeah. <laughs> To our point about the entrepreneur, like how different it was. So Michael Jordan, you know, there's all these connections. It's, I can't tell, I've watched the whole, I mean, the first episode was pretty good. The quality's there at least. Oh yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. That's, that's what I was most interested in. Look, dude, the recipe's there. I know. Just take the recipe. Some might do it 5% better, but I mean, it's there. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. If I'm making the decision at home right now, which one to do? Uh, I would go with Six Nations without a doubt first. Yeah, that's great. Because that's a whole world you don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all new to you. Every episode is unveiling something new to you. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to throw in uh, another micro review. Oh, one quick one before I forget. Oh, go ahead. Uh, Criminal Record, uh, we're down. We've got five, I think, of the six episodes. Like next Wednesday, it's done. And my God, is it getting tense. Awesome. I forgot about that. I'm probably too behind now. I love it. It's on. Forgot. It's on Apple. That's why I forgot. Uh, and it is really well acted, well told storylines. Great old versus new societal stuff uh, in the middle of a cop drama based in London. Yeah, the acting's unbelievable. I've loved every minute that I've seen so far. All right, well, it just keeps getting better. Good. All okay, right. thank now, you for your recommendation. Me. Okay, we hammered this yesterday. You already went through it, but I finished the Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Okay. And I have got to tell you that I, I, I think I'm willing to go on record as saying that some of the action in this movie, the way that it's filmed, some of the beats that they take might be the best I've ever seen. The, the up close and personal in the cars as they're moving and the believability of it, it really put me in there. And I'm like, man, this is fun. And uh, that's really all I wanted to say about it. It was like just visually they nailed it. I'm not telling you it's Citizen Kane or anything like that. <laughs> but boy, they've taken special effects on stunt work to uh, a whole nother level. For the kids in the audience, uh, the Citizen Kane was a very, AFI very, top very, very, number very, one movie uh, ever. I think it's overrated, but it's great. Uh, I take Godfather one over it. I know uh, you like two over one. No, I like. I put both of them above it. <laughs> I don't, I'm not saying Citizen Kane's a bad movie. No. I'm just saying if you took a uh, a 25 year old no <laughs> group of of kids, right? That I mean, that weren't like yeah. I, I mean, that were like interested, trolls too. Yeah, and and say, all right, we're gonna play this for no way. <laughs> but I think they would like The Godfather. They would like The Godfather. Yeah, it's Citizen Kane's out of touch, and it's all about a sled and a newspaper magnet. You know, <laughs> Randall. Uh, anywho, if you uh, want to check out, those are some ideas yeah, for some pretty good, good shows that are either on or or upcoming. And then we're going to be like full on press for F1 because I think Topps is releasing the Chrome series. Like are they going to bring them here? February 16th. Uh, we went a whole year without uh, Turbo Attack in the United States that I could find, like on shelves. Well, I, I think that, yeah, the, I'm the, it's, it's so big online. I don't I think they need shelves. I, I mean, I think that's, that's the part thing. of the hunt. The, that's part of the fun for hobbyists. For me, it's not, though, uh, because I can do the same thing on eBay. I don't I need to do it at Walmart. In yeah. fact, I'm I'm suspicious of Walmart. Uh, Walmart and Target have a an outside party that stocks their cards, mm-hmm. and they've been marking stuff, stuff up over MSRP. Yeah, but I also, like, there's milligrams of difference between where big hits are and stuff and weight and everything else. People walk up and hand, hand, oh, blind box for Lego (laughs) characters. Oh, that's Marge Simpson with the tall hair. You know what I mean? I know, I know. Fondling the goods. Uh, Did you tell me about the YouTube series Chasing Cardboard? 
long time ago. Okay, I knew somewhere in the back of my mm-hmm. mind I had heard yep. the 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 name. Yep. Well, I got into it, mm-hmm. uh, and and it's fantastic, and, and I would highly encourage you uh, if you are into collecting at all. And it's mainly sports collecting, but they run into stuff mm-hmm. that's way beyond that. He he went. This guy's in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, not the the focus of the one episode, and he used to live in San Francisco, and he has a whole house that is nothing but collections, and it's every movie star and sports athlete and every. I've never seen. He has Eminem's hoodie from the movie. Eight mile. Yeah, that's crazy. He has, uh, you know, literally, um, and what I also didn't know is on the way there, you can go to the prison where Shawshank was filmed and take unguided tours. Seriously? Yeah. I need to do that. They do that at the beginning of the video. Like, I mean, you can just literally, it's not like something that, that you go in and they take you around. I mean, you can just walk around. Yeah, I need to do that. That's over by Indy? It, yeah, somewhere in between. I, you know, watch, I, I didn't catch at the beginning of the video. Like they do some of these like sides yeah, things, good. like one offs. Um, but it, it is fascinating to look at. Is there uh, just a love of collecting or is it an addiction? <laughs> um, I think it's, it can be both. It can be both. Because I, I have been times where I'm addicted to it, but now, now that I'm a little more aware of it, it's like, I don't need that. Yeah. It was fun to f- go find it. Yeah, but you can get it vicariously mm-hmm. through watching some of these yes. things through other people. Exactly that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had, I mean, from garbage patch, I mean, like everything. Nice. I mean, you'd just be like, well, what's that? Oh, that's uh, Matt Damon's, you know, uh, janitor's uniform from Goodwill Hunting. Oh, my goodness. I went to a house in Indianapolis that was with a sports collector that had, like, Coles racks Full of game used jerseys. Here's Walter Payton's, and the photos were clipped to it uh-huh. of this game. This is, and I'm like, oh my, I'm touch. I'm just holding this stuff. Like it was a, I mean, honestly, twenty racks of like Cole stuff. <laughs> and each one of them is like a big deal. You know, here's Jim Kelly. There's blood on the neck from this tackle on this play. Right, and this is the stuff like you could walk by half of it and not even see it. There was so much. Oh my gosh. That's what it was like going through that house that I went to. It was like you're just passing through the hallway that's loaded with plaques and stuff. It was like, oh, my gosh. Right. Oh, it's so fun. Anyway, you can watch those on YouTube. Uh, they're really entertaining. Yeah. And then you get to a place where you go, okay, my addiction isn't that bad because, my God, these people are this close to being hoarders. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got a little thing, just a thing over here. Yeah. But that completion thing. Completionist. I, I know that's a word you use. I'm not sure that I understand it completely. Like just oh yeah, yes in you the do. Vernacular. I, Look I, at an album missing two holes in it. <laughs> Tell me you don't have that feeling. What do you got to do with those two holes? I know. I know. <laughs> that's a completionist. I know. I know. I <laughs> yes, know. you do relate. I, I relate. I'm just not sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. I went one example deep. I, I relate and I resemble. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, I do. But it's fun. Yeah, I mean, there's worse addictions. Now. Oh yeah, by far. Yeah, I mean, I'll take that over like crack. Oh um, yeah, because at least at the end of the day, <laughs> if you play like video games with like your friends that aren't completionists, and yeah. they're like, you're all running along, and you're st- sitting back doing all the side stuff, and they're two miles ahead, you're like I'm just completing the quests. They're like, move on, <laughs> move on, man. Sorry, I'll be there in a bit. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, we have uh, an unbelievable show tomorrow. Tom's going to come in and talk about his new podcast, nice. Tom Brinkhotter. I've heard about it. Uh, Talked to him about it. Yeah. He's, he's excited. Well, yeah, he's stoked about it. And and I'm looking forward to that. And we're happy to be able to, um, you know, provide those kind of platforms. Yeah. And and they're a business, I feel like, an indicator that has looked at not only the market of how to serve its customers better, but how they can expand their services mm-hmm. in a way that fits. And then second to that, more importantly, that blue and gold you see all around town is and the is, connection to all the local stuff is, and, uh, is purposeful. Absolutely. Uh, now let's do a quick weather forecast. We come back. Uh, we have an artist friend of yours that's going to be on with us yeah. tomorrow morning. Very I'm cool. mentioning this. You gave me a book. Yeah. A year or two ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, that he did during COVID. That's right. Okay, I want to find out about this because it's connected directly to the Arts Council. That's exactly right. Uh, and an event that's going on there this weekend. We'll get to it. Here's Nick with your three day forecast. Back with more right after this.
today. It's going to be mostly sunny with a high near 56, if you can believe that. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 35. For Friday, mostly sunny, high near 48. And Saturday, sunny with a high near 50. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 41 degrees. Your WSOY time is 8.53. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat. Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts HEAD to 200-300. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text HEAD to 200-300. That's HEAD to 200-300. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. All right, uh, before we get to your friend, the artist, I, I did want to acknowledge, uh, and there's a great piece by Mark Sorensen in today's Tribune on uh, page four about the life and legacy of sculptor John McClary. Um, you may not know, he died uh, January 19th, and I was sick, uh, and we missed a few shows there, and so I, I didn't get a chance to talk about it at the time. He's probably not a name. I mean, Mark Sorensen is a historian and, and people from a certain age group probably know, but you know his works. He was a Lincoln sculptor. Uh, uh, the, the, the reliefs that are in the downtown are his, oh, you, you okay. know, the sculpture yeah. part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Milliken, James Milliken at, uh, Schilling Hall, that heads, that, that's yeah. his work. Uh, the Lincoln, uh, uh, sculpture, uh, there at the, um, Macon County Museum, the one where he's holding the newspaper, yeah. the plant, that, that's him. You, you'll see his work all over Decatur. He's a Milliken grad. And he passed away at the age of 88. Uh, uh, evidently there was a car crash. Uh, I just wanted to acknowledge that there's a great piece. Mark Sorsen would do a much better job uh, than me explaining to you. It's just one of those things where we know how important art is. It's around us all the time. And sometimes we don't stop to go, how did that get here? Yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. I'll, I'll make sure I read it. Yeah, it's, it's page four or five of the tribute. And there's pictures and there's more. I mean, he, he was, you know, we were blessed. I mean, between him and, and Preston Jackson, I mean, these pretty significant sculptors uh, beyond just Decatur. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Thank so you when you look at that stuff, I, I, I'm curious about the artist, you mm-hmm. know? All right. Tell me about your friend. We're going to talk to him tomorrow morning. He's coming in for what? The first walk? Yeah. First Friday, uh, Eric Veith, a friend of mine, he's a St. Louis artist, um, took a trip down to, uh, I, th- I think it was Yosemite uh, Park or one of the national parks and took pictures of dead trees uh, during COVID, you know, get away, be with nature. And something fascinated with him, uh, fascinated him. He, he, he's been studying photography and then uh, pushed to the limits and brought it back home and started manipulating it digitally and adding things to it, textures and colors and feelings and expression. And he's got a, over 30, almost three dozen um, works that are on canvas mostly or, or acrylic that are going to be up at the Arts Council able to be seen. He's going to come do a, like a short, like five minute introduction. Then he'll take people upstairs to the classroom and do a uh, like 20, 30 minute presentation on how he did it. Okay, what uh, we'll we'll find out about the times and all that. Uh, so it will be up for a while, yeah, though, right? If it month. can't be there right. for Friday nights. Yeah. Although, come on down. It's a blast. First Fridays are great. That's right. He'll have his books there, um, nice coffee table book, photography book, uh, paintings to buy, and he'll be there Friday, you know, if you want to meet him. And they also have an artist at Gallery 510 yeah. doing remarks, and they, they stagger it so you can kind of walk around and get to see all of it. Exactly right. All right, he'll be with us in, on the show tomorrow morning. That's right. All right, well, I look forward to that. Uh, what else are we doing tomorrow? I said Tom Brinkotter is going to be in, which is uh, always fun. We'll talk about his latest. And there's a meeting taking place today I can't tell you about because I don't know what's going to happen yet, but we will be able to fill in the blanks with our DPS 61 spotlight tomorrow. Nice. That's just kind of a tease. Okay. It's a good tease. Angela from the Y. All right.
And it's Friday. And it's Friday. Tomorrow. A sunny uh, Friday. Hopefully. Let's, uh, let's, I'll take one day at a time, my friend. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks for bearing with us today. A lot of information to cram into three hours, but, uh, hope you enjoyed it and we did some good and walked you through the whole process about what's coming next for uh, our radio stations and websites here in Decatur and Danville. You can get all the stories at nowdecatur.com. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. WSOY Decatur and W277DB Decatur. WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. It's National Unclaimed Property Day. State Treasurer Michael Frerix is encouraging people to check the iCash website to see if you have cash or property owed to you. An estimated one in four people in Illinois find unclaimed property. The average claim is a thousand bucks. To see if you have any unclaimed property in Illinois, visit iCash.IllinoisTreasurer.gov. A loud chorus of cicadas is coming to Illinois this spring. Illinois will be in the bullseye of a rare cicada emergence that hasn't happened since 15 years before before Illinois became a state, two different broods of cicadas have synced up for the... You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.